Dragner Auto Body of Washington, Iowa, using state-of-the-art techniques and decades of experience to get your car back on the road after an accident, and Car Doctor of Washington, Iowa. No matter who Frankensteined it, they can fix and clean and customize it. Present Round Guy Radio Southeast Iowa Today. I'm John Bain, author of Christie's Journey, The Beat Goes On, and your host. On today's episode, I'm visiting with Michael Zaz of Washington, Iowa. Michael, welcome to the program. Well, it's good to be here on a beautiful December day. And and here is the Hills Bank in Washington, Iowa. Right. The Hills Bank uh, has been in Washington just a few years, but uh, they've asked me to put up a number of displays, and it was their idea for this display. And this display that uh, we're talking about is an amazing nativity set display. We have nativity sets from and scenes from all over the world. And I'm going to give some numbers. Correct me if I'm wrong on any of the numbers. But Michael has 2,539 nativity scenes. I added one. It's 2,540. Okay, 2,540 nativity scenes currently on display here. And I've been walking around here, and you've been showing me a lot of these along with other folks today. And I am just truly amazed how one individual can have this many nativity sets. Well, it's probably not a sign of wisdom, but it doesn't <laughs> hurt anybody. It definitely doesn't hurt anybody, and it definitely uh, promotes a great uh, message and a great story. Well, it's it's the Christmas story, and there's 2,500 different ways of telling that story so that it makes sense to the people that, that uh, is aimed at, that audience. So if it's a, a nativity from Peru... And they have llamas in the set. Well, that's what would be in a stable in Peru. So that's what makes it work for them. And so that's what I like is when we adapt uh, the nativity. This is the 800th year of the very first nativity. The very first nativity was put up 800 years ago in northern Italy by St. Francis of Assisi. And he did it so that people who could not read the Christmas story could understand the Christmas story. And so that's the purpose of the nativity is to explain the Christmas story. And in his first nativity, all the uh, figures were live people, except the baby, which was wax, live animals. And it's interesting if we think what we understand is the nativity and then compare it to the Bible, we celebrate it very differently because there's no animals talked about in the Bible. There's no angels at the stable. Uh, The wise men come a couple years later, and and they're not called wise men. They're called astrologers, so they're watching stars. We don't know how many of them there are, but we even have names for them. We've made names for the three, quote, wise men. And we don't know that there were three, and we certainly don't know their names. But it's just how much we have added to it to make it something that uh, we understand and feel good about. And the, the thing, too, is all the cultures of the world and 2,000-plus years, and the main story is still there. This main story is there. And however it makes it meaningful for you, that's what's important. And so if, uh, you know, I have a, a set that uh, from Panama that has a dolphin. Well, there are no dolphins in Bethlehem, but in Panama there are. And so that makes it feel more like it's their story, and that's what's important. 
Yes. And uh, it's just I urge and I encourage people to come to Hills Bank here in Washington, Iowa and see this display. It is amazing. I've heard a what I'll call a nasty rumor that this is the last time that it will be displayed in this form. And I th really think people need to take this opportunity and see it. This is the first time the entire collection has been displayed, and I do not anticipate setting it up again. It took five weeks to set it up, and probably I'm not going to devote that much time to it anymore. I'm old, and, and it just takes a lot of time, and it takes a very special place. The Hills Bank has been wonderful. They wanted the display up, and so, uh, and it's a good place for it. It's very accessible for everybody, and it would take a special place to duplicate what we have here. But hopefully somebody will say, well, we should keep this together and help arrange for that to happen. But I'm not able to keep it going. Well, it's incredible what you've done here. And, and I'm going to ask you some questions about how you amassed so many. But I want to uh, share some numbers that Janelle Johnson of Hills Bank gave me before the interview. Uh, Janelle and her team of uh, folks here took the time to count up individual pieces. Now, on the total animals in the entire display, 5,326 animals. And then total figures of pe and people that are in the display, 12,815. Okay, where in the heck does a guy put all this stuff? Well, uh, it's all boxed, and I have a separate building okay. that I keep it in. This is, it's incredible. Now, uh, how long will this display be here at Hills Bank? The display officially opened this past Monday, and it'll be open till the end of January. Um, December is such a busy month, and I just thought if we could keep it open a lot longer, and the Hills Bank was in favor of it, so it'll be all through December and January. And I'm real happy to do a program if somebody has a group that's coming I, I can explain it and point out some things to it, but you're always welcome to come while the bank's open and look around. The bank has, um, one of the bank people have t has typed up new labels for every set. We don't have quite all of them out, but uh, it'll have the country and the year that was made and such so that you could, I don't have to be here for you to appreciate the display well i'll tell you if if you are here when mike is here uh you're going to really appreciate the displays a lot more because he is a, a walking encyclopedia of so much knowledge not just of the nativity sets here but of other things that i hope they have on other podcasts to talk about because otherwise i, don't, I if we started talking about that this would go on for days <laughs> unfortunately i can tell a story of about every single set uh, I mercifully don't. Do that, <laughs> well, um, if people have questions. I can usually answer. Well, I just I'm so impressed with the way that uh, Hills Bank and yourself have uh, really put on display keeping Christ in Christmas. And you're doing a wonderful job of that. And I commend you on that. Well, and you can understand that Christ is the center of the story, even if we've added things to the story. It's still the same story. And uh, and we have, uh, and then some people say, well, you know, should you have that set in there? Because those people are all black. Well, probably that's closer to the skin color that Jesus had.
And we have sets where Mary is blonde-haired and blue-eyed. There were no blonde-haired and blue-eyed people in the Holy Land. But if that helps you understand that story and appreciate the gift of Jesus, fine. There you go. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I, that, I think that's the most eloquent, eloquent way to say that. That's just amazing. Now, I've got a question or two here for you. Um, you. You said you could talk about everyone. And when we were walking around earlier and you were looking at the tags and seeing from the different countries and seeing some of what you and I and some of our listeners might consider the oddities of some of these, but you mentioned earlier you have some favorites. What is your favorite or the most, or the, can you narrow it down to a couple? Um, the bank wanted me to pick five and being a teacher and a parent, you're taught you're not supposed to have favorites, but probably the first one I got in 1952 is one of my favorites. Uh, one, um, our son made one when he was about five years old. That's a favorite. Uh, our daughter brought some back from her travels. My wife has made one that's on display. And so it's more of the situation in which they became part of the collection rather than the actual piece itself. Uh, I've made some of them and, um, you know, I know what I put into making that. So that's the kind of thing that makes it special or when very, very special people did things. I have a set here that my aunt crocheted some of the pieces and she recently passed away at uh, 104. Well, that's special because Wanda made that. Yeah. And so, uh, and now when I've got to also ask, when did you start collecting and when did you realize, holy cow, I've got quite a collection. Yeah. Um, I grew up in a family where we didn't have a nativity set at first, and my dad was not really in favor of that. But his sister gave me a set in 1952, cost 25 cents, and I still have the original box. And so that was my nativity for a long time. And then when I got my own house, I bought a nativity that I could move the pieces around, and I liked that. And then, um, we got the opera house in Ainsworth and we were trying to get people to come to see the opera house. And so we decided maybe if we borrowed nativity sets from people, people would come. And I had a few sets by that time and we set out about a hundred and we had lots of people come and we were pleasantly surprised. So the next year we didn't borrow any. We just used ones that I had and I kept collecting and from other countries and it just kept growing. And I, it wasn't a conscious effort. It was just kind of fun. And I taught um, social studies and one of the classes I taught was uh, geography and I would bring nativities from different countries for my classroom. And so they've had several purposes through and, time. And you taught here in Washington. I taught here in Washington. 30, 39 years. 39 years. Now, one, one thing I uh, got a little information on before I got to sit down today, I saw it on a sign in here. You are a member of a nine-generation Iowa family that has been in Iowa for over 200 years. Right. That's my, incredible. My first ancestor came as a soldier at Fort Madison in September of 1808. Wow. And he was killed here in the Black Hawk War. And I found his grave. Uh, it's near the Fort Madison, down in the town of Fort Madison. And it was going to become a parking lot for a Dollar General. 
but luckily they moved it over a little bit and now it's actually a federal cemetery wow right next to the parking lot there and so he was killed during the black hawk war and i took students down there to talk about fort madison and we actually found his grave and i know it's his grave because the indians chopped off his head and his heart took out his heart and threw the body in the river and all that was buried was his head and heart and i found a grave that was about 12 inches square wow so i know it was his and, uh, and so what a what a tremendous service you did to an ancestor of yours to be able to to locate that well and there were other people that died in the war there too but they had never marked the graves that now they have been that's that's incredible uh Michael, you are an amazing individual. I've got to interview you before, and uh, you just have so many things that uh, you've contributed to this community in particular, but entire Southeast Iowa, and then also, I have to say, to the world. And um, what you've done with the, the Britain Films and the Britain Film Festival and what you've done worldwide uh, gives me chills. It's amazing um, of what you've done. And as a just a regular guy, I thank you for, for what you do, because it's, it's amazing. Well, it's fun. I guess I have too many interests. I should be narrowed down to just watching professional soccer or something, I guess. <laughs> but, but I don't. How bored, how bored would you be? <laughs> Probably. Very. Well, I, before we wrap up, I want to just ask, is there anything I should have asked about the nativity display? Now, did we say how long it's going to be here? It'll, uh, it officially opened Monday, this, the 5th of December, and it's open till the 31st of December. And it's open anytime the bank is open. So that's 9 to 5 weekdays and 9 to 12 on Saturdays. Okay. And again, I can be here if I know a group's coming. And uh, should people uh, just call the bank to get a hold in touch with you? or um, They can call the bank or my home phone is on the fact sheet here if okay. you want to put that on. All right. Well, we will um, we'll get to that. And I just want to thank you again. This has been a real pleasure for me. And I, I know the listeners of Round Guy Radio are going to appreciate it. And with that, I'm going to say uh, this episode of Round Guy Radio Southeast Iowa today has been brought to you by the fine folks at Griner Auto Body of Washington, Iowa, using state-of-the-art techniques and decades of experience to get your car back on the road after an accident. And Car Doctor of Washington, Iowa, no matter who Frankensteined it, they can fix and clean and customize it. I'm John Bain, and I thank you for listening. <laughs>